The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Taramina. Welcome to OAA Now. It is a Monday, December 7th. We are back here with the podcast, trying to do the best we can uh, under the circumstances. Sammy, again, calling in. Sammy, how are you, buddy? I'm hanging in there, you know what I mean? Just um, going through a lot right now, but everything's going okay. That's good to hear. Um, we know that uh, what a wild, uh, I know it's not high school, but what a wild uh, uh, weekend in sports. Uh, the Lions oh, yeah. decided to play hard. Is that crazy? I don't understand <laughs> this. I mean, like, when you look at the Lions, I mean, like, what the blue world happened here? <laughs> I mean, the Lions were left for dead against the Bears, and all of a sudden, like, it's just, you know, what the heck? I mean, like, are you kidding me? They were showing. Did you that on the telecast? Uh, they showed uh, Matt Stafford in the tunnel before uh, the game began, and they contrasted it with the last game they played. And here he is in Chicago, smiling ear to ear, looking like he's having a good time, uh, as opposed to the previous week where they're like, Ugh. "And so, do you think? Uh, you know, I, I hope they're funny. I hope they're not selling it up, but it sounds like." Uh, it's kind of funny because this team is one game out of a playoff spot. It feels a lot longer than that. They're one game out of a playoff spot, and that's <laughs> insane. I mean, like, oh, like, what the heck's happening here? I know with the Lions. I mean, my God. Well, the one, mean, one thing I saw, and I, you know, eyeballs, right? We said uh, the eyeball test usually is better than the the paper test, right? Sure, and I mean, that's what it is. I mean, there's their defense still is lousy, but what yeah, I saw was that lousy. they were playing hard. I mean, they were yeah. re- actually playing hard as opposed to uh, the previous two weeks. Mm-hmm. At least, it, I mean, at least it appeared to be. Yeah, that's what it appears to be. Obviously, when you look <laughs> at what the um, when you look at what the um Lions have been playing, I mean, like, you know, they've been playing. I mean, like, you know, they've been playing like real lousy football, and then all of a sudden, like, boom, here comes the firing spree and then all of a sudden like the lions win a game like this you know to keep their playoff hopes and season alive now the schedule gets real brutal i mean still got to play the titans i know they got to play the vikings i think they got to play the browns as well i mean like so so that's gonna be really interesting um just this also disappointing michigan state the way they played against um against ohio state but you know um Mel Tucker was really furious about that yes and uh as a spartan I would say um, it was expected. Uh, I was not surprised at what happened on Saturday with uh, Ohio State and Michigan State. Um, I was surprised they stuck with Lombardi as long as they did. I thought they should have yanked him sooner than that because you could tell he didn't have it. Right. And, and the, the one played really well. Yes. In that game. The redshirt freshman came in and he did well. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, you're playing against the second string Ohio State offensive line and uh, but uh, I think uh, the the good thing is that Tucker set the tone. And... Yeah, he set the tone. Um, but clearly, this it's not his guys out there right now. It's clearly you know. Remember, half of those, most of the kids he had were recruited by Mark Antonio. But all of the them. thing of the matter is, you know, is he's he's laying out a foundation, saying this is not how we're gonna do things. You know what I mean? Like Correct. we're gonna do things. You know, you know. 
we're going to do things my way, you know what I mean? And things are, and we're going to take, and we're going to get this right. And yeah. that's what I'm seeing now. When you look at Michigan State, obviously with the way they've been doing. And, you know, when you look at what they've been playing, I mean, like, you know, and you look at, of course, I know there's several OA, OA people that do play. I know I'm Trey Mosley's one of them. Of yeah. course, he's at West Bluefield. He played at West Bluefield. Um, but, you know, when you look at the, um, Michigan State, I think, you know, people ask me, is this a three-year project for them? Um, I think they can get this thing turned around real quick. I think next season is going to be a very important year for Tucker. Um, your second year is always the most important. And um, we don't know how many seniors will be coming back with this group. I mean, like, uh, you know, it's kind of like using 2020. It's kind of like a free year or something. Yeah, we. Uh, I know there's 16 seniors that are graduating or done technically. Yep. Um, yep. and uh, the thing I'm concerned about with, I mean, and other college, uh, teams too, you can throw Michigan in the mix here is, you know, this transfers. So, yes. you know, if things, you know, go funky, especially when you have new coaches that, mm -hmm. uh, transfers start to elevate after the season. So we'll have and to see. And the fact that Tucker was in there in February, I mean, like was hired in February. I mean, like that makes it really that much harder. Yeah. Missed everything. And to scrape together a recruiting class like he did. Um, that is at least respectable. You know, it's, mm -hmm. not, it's not top in the charts. It's not going to be headline news, but at least it's a respectable class to, to fill some of those holes. But I think uh, he's trying to, like you said, set that foundation. And I think um, it's going to take a while. Um, be it will. Because uh, the last three years of the D'Antonio regime, I love that guy, but my word. Yeah, uh, I mean, like... It, he he just kind of let the... Let the uh, the foundation rot a little bit. Yeah, it's it's really difficult, you know what I mean, to see what happened ever since. I think ever since the 2015 season when Michigan State went to the college football playoff, I don't think they've been the same mm -mm. program since then. And I know that's something where um where um Bob Tucker wants to take this team, and I think he's I think he's going to do that going forward. Um. You know, and also, you know, what makes me really glad is college basketball starting up a little bit. You know, I know my Golden Grizzlies, it's been really difficult. It's 0-6 right now, but... They're playing Michigan tough, State, though. Playing tough, yes. I mean, they hung tough Oklahoma State, um, went to overtime against Michigan. Um, you know, a lot, lot to like with Coach Greg Campy's team. And, of course, there's some former alums on, former OA alums on that team. When you look at Trey Townsend, obviously, and then... um. Of course, um, of course, um, Yusuf Jihad um, played at North Farmington, of course, and Trey Townsend at Oxford um, playing extensive minutes. I mean, like, yeah. when you look at the OAA, you know what I mean? And then, of course, at Michigan State, obviously, Foster Lawyer at Clarkston um, and Thomas Kittier. I mean, like, you look at the OAA, the state of the OAA, the OAA has produced a lot of great basketball, basketball people to come out and play at big-time colleges. Yep, and um, I believe there's even more announcements of uh, was it the fellow from was it Clarkston going to Purdue? Um, no, Tom uh, Matt Nicholson went to Northwestern. Um, Fletcher Lawyer, who yes, who went to um, who left Clarkston to play in Indiana, he committed to Purdue just uh, recently. Okay, so but yeah, you're you know, right. You're right, Sam. The uh, not only are these kids getting recruited by the big programs, but they're also 
contributing. They're there. They're on the rosters, and they're sticking around, and they're they are being uh, seen and heard on the courts around the Big Ten. Yeah, and I, you know, and I think that says a lot to where the OA has been. You know, when you look at it for a from a basketball perspective, I mean, like you know, the OA, you know, bringing in some big big time players. I mean, like playing at big time schools. Um, when you look at a course, you know, yeah, Clarkston, North Farmington, um, but there have been several other schools that have um, really benefited as well. I mean, like from the from playing high school ball in the OAA to um, going into um, the college in the college game. So, you know, but I'm really happy like for all the OAA, um, OA Nation really to um, witness that, you know, and especially, you know, when you look at the main schools in the state of Michigan, I mean, like you have the, you have Michigan State, you have the Oaklands, you have Western Michigan, Central Michigan, Eastern Michigan, all that players have played in the OAA thus far. Yeah. So making an know, impact so. and they're turning them out. And if we ever get a basketball season, <laughs> yeah, we can uh, see the future stars uh, playing. Um, I know that. Um, so since we were in the pause and, you know, a lot of businesses are in the pause and all, we'll call it the pause. I, I think it's an interesting uh, title to use, but it's feeling more like a stop <laughs> as opposed yeah, to a kinda, pause. And kind of to me, it feels like it's like a shutdown. You know what I mean? It's it's like, you know, shutdown 2.0, basically, except there's something still open. I mean, like when yeah, you it's look not at as, a course. Yeah, not as strict, of course. It's not as strict, but, you know, but the main thing that, of course, it impacts us is obviously with high school sports, middle school sports, organized sports being paused. Um, you know, and we talk about, and I've talked about this frequently, you know, the mental health, the emotional aspect of these student athletes, you know, just going through, just waiting there, you know what I mean? Basically can't do anything, you know, you can't, you basically can't do anything, you know what yeah. I mean? And I feel like, you know, you know, you're online learning and all that. Um, it's difficult. You know, Mark Yall, the executive director of the MHA, did write a letter on um, last week, and the um, Whitmer administration did respond. Um, they oh. had a Zoom meeting. Okay. They had a they had a Zoom meeting, and it was a um, and to what he said, they had was positive comp was positive conversation, and um, you know, and um, Yall did lay out some plans. Um. You know, that he didn't mention if sports was not allowed until 2021, then the league would be forced to go back to a draw to the drawing board. Yeah. Um, he didn't mention that volleyball and swimming dive could move back to January and February, while football would have to wait till spring for just those three weeks, mm. which I don't think is I don't think is ideal, to be honest with you. And then winter and spring sports will be pushed back. So but he did say a really interesting kind of comment here. He said he's an optimist by nature. That's where I continue to live both mentally and physically. Also, what helps is that you can do sports even when schools are remote. Most yes. schools are remote during the fall season, you know? Yes. So you yeah. can definitely do it, you yeah. know? No, absolutely. And with the schools being remote, I know here in Lake Orion and I'm sure other uh, school districts have announced OA is remote right now. The entire OA is, yes. And so, like mm -hmm. across the state, it's. Uh, Pretty much everybody is, and besides private schools and such, where they get to choose. But mm -hmm. a lot of the uh, public schools, if not all the public schools, have decided, hey, we're just going to hang out. Uh, we're going to go remote until, um, you know, the next uh, mark, uh, which is right. January, right? So this yeah, January start the, the second half of the school year, 
uh, trying to get back in person. Uh, but uh, like, but what we heard, you know, I'm glad they're talking, right? Yes, you know, they are talking. MHSAA and the state are talking, and the last time they talked, Sam, what happened? Yeah. What happened? We had we we had we football fall sports came back. I mean, right. like that's what happened. I mean, like, and that was a um, you know, and that was a huge um, huge motivator. But I also think you know a lot of people look at that protest in Lansing, you know, to um, I know, but I don't know how that impacted the decision for Whitmer to bring back sports. But I know um, but I know Cal Dune was against it. Um, and I know um. But now you're bringing Gordon into this, into this, so it, it makes it, it it's 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 really interesting how how the conversation is going to be this time around. When you look at, of course, the pause expect expired Tuesday. Yeah. Um. It looks it looks like it could get extended. Um. But if it was me, but if I was the governor of the state of Michigan, I would do this. You know, you have restaurants um pleading with you. You have y'all pleading with you. I mean, like, you know, and then, of course, just recently, we just had the Michigan hospitals and health systems. They recommended an extension of the pause. Um, there has to be some common ground here, you know, between between. I mean, you can have your extension, but at least give the high at least give high schools at least put restaurants at 25 percent capacity or ha and have at least high school sports back. I mean, like, you know, I mean, like the especially fall sports haven't finished their. Um, final few weeks of the season and then like let winter sports practice. I mean, like, I think that would be the perfect compromise. The, the thing too, though, is if you're going to be comparing things like I, I think you and I agree that um, the start of the fall sports season for high school was way late. You know, yeah, it, it seems like they, they could have agreed upon this a little quicker, right. but then and... you're dealing, but we were still dealing with a lot of unknowns. Nowadays, at least today, if we're going to look at a snapshot of today, uh, the conditions with the spread of this thing is way above. I mean, blowing away the numbers that we had at the time where they finally decided, yes, fall sports could start up again. So, well, I mean, that's, that's, that's my only kind of concern is that if it's spread like this and the numbers are as they are, you know, from I mean, we're looking at the Oakland County health numbers. Mm -hmm. um just to see we where we sit is that mm -hmm. they just keep going up and you're like well man when's it just going to plateau that's what you're waiting for is the plateau uh, uh to say okay let's uh change gears here um but but uh, sorry sam to cut you off but but the one thing on your side and i agree with i mean restaurants are one thing but if we're talking sports mm -hmm. has there been it's been proven like that they can do sports safely Yes, I mean, and like, it's and been safe it. all along. Even, you know, before the numbers started going up, we didn't mm -hmm. see a rash of illnesses coming out of the uh, athletic ranks. Right. There's you know, it was teams, elsewhere. Teams that had the forfeit because of COVID cases, but you know, I'm looking at a site called Kovac now. Um, and, um, and it looks like according to this update that, a daily new cases have been sixty nine four, which is, which is down to where it was at. It was at eighty three, um, last uh, four days ago. So when I look at, and then when I look at the Oakland County cases, you know, on uh, on COVAC now, of course, you know, it's it's been going down. You know what I mean? At fifty five six new cases, um, the 
the um, positivity rate's still a little bit high, but you know, it, it has, it's, it's true when you can do things safely. Yeah. It, it, again, on my side of this uh, discussion is the numbers are still much, much, much higher than when they decided to start uh, fall sports. So I guess, you know, that's the caution. Um, but, yes. but, you know, that's, that's, I guess that's the decision. I guess that's why uh, people with a higher pay grade than I are making these decisions because, you know, we've seen it work. We've seen it be safe. Yeah, um, you, look and, at, you look at other states like Ohio, Indiana, and Wisconsin, they're still playing fall. They're playing little sports, and they have, and they have even more higher cases than Michigan. Yeah, I would even say Ohio is hotter than we are up here. Yeah, um, Ohio is even hotter right now. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, when you really look at it, I mean, like, their positivity rate is much worse than Michigan, and they're still playing with sports. Yeah. And, well, you know, Indiana, same thing. Yeah, I'm hoping that we get some sort of answer on this, or at least we really <laughs> – yes, I, I'm trying to be an optimist. You know, Ewell's saying that he's an optimist, class is, uh, you know, half-full kind of guy, right? Uh, but mm-hmm. he, he has to be because – he can't throw in the towel because he's advocating for all these kids and all these programs, right. right? And a lot of people are. I mean, like, when you look at a course, you look at all the athletic directors, there you got, I mean, they're clearly doing it by the book. I mean, they're making them wear masks, making them, you're having clear to go apps, you're taking temperature checks. I mean, like, you know, what reason, what reason would you give, you know, what reason would you say to a student athlete is, you're following these rules. You're it's basically you're basically you're doing everything's going along smoothly. And then all this this as I mean like and I know in the press conference Gordon said that you know the problem was the locker rooms. I mean, dude, I've seen people, I've seen people like um, I mean like this year in, in football season at Lake Orange, they didn't even use the locker rooms. Yeah, I don't know who was using the locker rooms. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you, as far as I understood, you showed up dressed and you left as is. You know, you don't yeah, and I, mingle and as, I, le- as little as possible. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, you know, and I think the MHA did have a very good plan here in place. I mean, like, I still think their plan is very strong. When you really look at the, um, when you look at what they did with the season guidelines, I mean, like, you know, and y'all did say if the season, if they were allowed back, that they would, they would go with no fans, and you know, and I think that is a very strong possibility if they were allowed to come back. You know what I mean, and have probably have no fans in the stands. Yeah, and uh, we know that. I mean, if anything, just get it. <laughs> keep saying this. Just get it done. Finish. Yes. Just play. You know. Um, you know, you mm-hmm. can do it. Uh, People can sit in their cars and listen to the PA system, you know. <laughs> or you can like, or you know, you, you can stay, you can be home and watch them um, watch a game on a one TV, or watch a game on um OCTV or Independence or CMN. I mean, like, or hear the game on radio. I mean, like, several school districts have their own radio stations, and also some, of course, you know, you have like school, school, school channels like WDBC. I mean, like, yeah. You can watch. You can watch these games. I mean, like, um, you know. And I with mean, the like, with the limited number of games left, um, mm-hmm. the MHSAA usually takes over on some of those. Once you get, especially in volleyball, you get to the semis and the finals. They take over. Right. The, the swimming postseason. finals, the postseason swimming finals. Owen TV was looking to do the Division Three 
uh, swim meet here at Lake Orion, but uh, mm-hmm. the MHSA called us off so they could handle it, which they should. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, so that was in the works. They're all ready to go. Um, what was the other one? I mean, football is covered. Yeah, football. I mean, yeah, regional, yeah, anybody who ha- yeah. right, anybody who has uh, the ability to cover uh, sports. I know, like the student uh, broadcasters at Lake Orion High School, they travel all over Oakland County for the MHSA to cover these regional mm-hmm. football games. They do basketball and so on. So, um, on behalf of the MHSA, so these games can get out, so people can see them. And yes. I, you're right, and I don't see. If you're just going to play the games, lock them in the gym and get it done, you know, or uh, lock them in the field and get it done. That's what you need to do. I mean, like, and I think that would be, I think, you know, that, that would make a lot more sense. I mean, like now you have what the Michigan health and um, hospitals association, they're saying like, you know, extend it, extend it, extend it, extend it. But you can understand why though. Right. I, I hope you can. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, I can see, I can see it, but I mean, that's you know, the concern. Modify Sam. it. I know. know. Well, see, that's the modification. The concern with the, I mean, if the hospitals are telling you watch out, they're not just making that up to make you know to get more business. Believe me, but, they don't want any more business. No, they don't you know? want any more business. And, I know a lot of those doctors, they're tired, they're exhausted. Absolutely. I get it. Yes. I mean, like, you know, but. Everybody says there's a light at the end of the tunnel. It looks like there is going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, I'm just waiting for someone to turn the flashlight on. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, um, it's still pretty dark in here. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, here's uh, here's some interesting news. I mean, um, you know, we were talking about Oakland County, um, and I was right. in a, a meeting today uh, with uh, – at least Orient Township uh, officials and leaders and members of uh, the uh, Oakland County and um, Senator Bear uh, from Lansing, mm-hmm. who is the Orient Township and uh, the, uh, the senator on the state level. And they were sharing uh, inf- information on what's going on. And mm-hmm. um, the, the, the number that I heard out of Oakland County, at least, is that, yes, the numbers are up way up yes but the death rate is low like very low and mm-hmm. um there's a lot of uh people you know in leadership positions uh very pleased you know pl- I, I should say pleasantly surprised that the death rate is so low compared to what it was in the spring and that's what matters you know yeah the resources matters, for those you know? are ill can if you mm-hmm. get it can you can you get get through it and if we're going to look for a positive, that I'll take that all day long. Um, yeah, people actually, recovering I, from it is it, mm-hmm. it seems to be a much higher percentage, which is thank, yeah, thank mean, goodness like for those. Yeah, that's that's what helps here is that you have the um the positives, you know what I mean, you know, and then um, but you know, it kind of you know all, I it, it's hard for me to describe this because. You know, I mean, like, I know you got everybody very upset, you know what I mean, in the, in the, in the state. They, I mean, like, they want their lives back, you know what I mean? But, um, it's, 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 it's a challenging time right now. I mean. And, uh, to say the least, my goodness. And, um, you know, let's say, for example, of course, um, if the season were to go to spring, if football were to go to spring, I know it's not an ideal situation. But the two teams that I think that might hurt the most mm. is Oak Park and Davison. And people are going to ask, well, why is, why is West Bluefield name here? And I'll tell you why in a couple minutes here. But I'll tell you why it hurts Oak Park 
because you know Oak Park is still playing, right? Yes. That's and, a story um, of the playoffs. There's a story of the playoffs. And you have a guy by the name of Rayshon Benny. Rayshon Benny, of course. Um, oh, early enrollment. And you have Davion Prim, yep. <laughs> yeah, the early enrollees component. You know, that's the problem is, and, you know, the early enrollees start in January. And um, what, and if they move the season to spring, that could be a big problem. Yeah, you know he'll, he'll be because, gone. There'll be a lot of faces gone out of these programs. Yeah, and then you look at Davis, and obviously at Brendan Sullivan, like if he, if he is an, he, if he's an early enrollee at West, going to Northwestern next year, I mean, like that could be a problem for Davis. And then the re, and here's here's the reason why I say West Bloomfield is not because Donovan Edwards right now he hasn't committed yet, and let's say if he finished if he finishes in June and goes and goes in in about August, you know what I mean? Then, you know, I think West Bloomfield right now, if it depends with Edwards and because if Edwards doesn't enroll early, you know, and, and West Bloomfield is for, and West Bloomfield basically um, is whole heading into March, then, you know, I think they're in a good, good um, position to win a state title. <laughs> That, that is a wrinkle that I wasn't even thinking about, Sammy. Mm-hmm. I was thinking because... about uh, spreading the teams around for the uh, spring sports because a lot of these uh, athletes, you know, from volleyball to, you know, basketball, football and I mean, basketball, they all play other sports too, you know, like from yes, track they, to they, lacrosse all to yeah. athletes. Yes. I mean, like, and, um, you know, and that's a whole other can of worms. Let's say if the park gets extended and, there is no sports until January. Then, then you're, it's going to be a it's going to be a bigger headache for athletic directors. It's going to be a bigger headache for coaches. It's going to be and you know and it's going to be it's going to be pro, and it's going to be a much bigger headache for the student athletes, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, so, but those are the teams that I really think would be impacted the most if the pause does get extended. Are are um, Oak Park, uh, obviously two for sure, Oak Park and Davison, but we don't know about West Bloomfield. I mean, yeah. if they would be impacted. It depends what Donovan Edwards does for West Bloomfield. If he does enroll early, then I don't know. I don't think necessarily it does impact them that much, yeah. but but definitely Oak Park and definitely Davison, those are the two teams that it would impact if the pause was extended. So well, that's that an, is, that's an interesting wrinkle that we got to keep an eye on. Um, that is a very interesting one we got to keep an eye well, on. Obviously, well, I do know um, my daughter attends Michigan State currently mm-hmm. out of our basement, but yep. uh, she did receive a dorm assignment for the second semester. Really? Yes, and um, they had twenty five uh, hundred dorm openings, really? and she applied and uh, received one. So I'm happy for that. I'm happy for her. And we're talking about mental health, right? So mm-hmm. s- students who have been uh, cooped up in their rooms or in the basements of their homes, uh, attending high school or college or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's a risk. But this is one of those things where he said, hey, for mental health, let's give it a go and uh, see what happens at MSU. So, But we do know that move-in date is between, what, the dates of January 7th and I think the twelfth or something like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, and you and you're gonna have people that are gonna do this. I mean, like you know, 
Well, as far as we're looking at uh, what is the cutoff period for these games to be con- you know, considered to be played if you're going to have early enrollees because, I mean, th- uh, she's just a, a normal student going up and I, her move-in date is on the 9th. So mm-hmm. you figure you got to have these games completed especially, before. Especially th- fall. Especially football, because when you look at when you look at um the situation that's unfolding is, you know, you got to look at it from this perspective. I mean, like, yes, I mean, you've got to have these games completed. I know you all said on the Hughes show last week that, you know, if the games were moved to spring, it is not ideal for them, because considering you still have winter sports and then you have spring sports, you know what I mean? In a span of I know you all have been gung ho on um finishing the year finishing spring sports in june i mean like i mean like you know could it be the end of june or could it be in some part of early july i mean like i i mean like there's really no cut cut clear end date yeah and the way things are going to go is you know these uh the number of games are going to be trimmed down just like they did for football the number of you know uh games you're going to be playing in a week are going to potentially go up to get uh, yes. to get these things in, but um, but yeah, the t- the clock is ticking for those who are looking to enroll early, and mm-hmm. um, you only have a couple weeks because you know end of December. I'm assuming mm-hmm. you're going to start reporting to campus, right? Right. I mean, and especially the the big the one situation we got to keep an eye on for sure is the Donovan Edwards situation, of course, um, because there is a there is a chance Edwards could could not enroll early and stay at West Bluefield until June. You know what I mean? I mean, I know there's a lot of D1 schools looking at them. Um, there's a ton of D1 schools looking at them. But that's the thing that, you know, if 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 the seasons get moved to March, then, you know, because he's the wild card in all this for West Bluefield. Because if he stays, if he stays, you know, then I think West Bluefield will be fine. If not, you know, then they're going to have to adjust like everybody else in the state's going to have to adjust, Yeah. especially with an early enrollee. You know, that's the one we got to keep an eye on the most when you look at the situation, how it's unfolded. Absolutely. Um, now, as far other... as basketball is concerned, have you heard mm-hmm. anything? I mean, obviously they're shut down. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping there's – is there an open gym somewhere? I mean, the temperature is starting to get a little chilly. We saw some of the white fluffy stuff fall from the sky. Uh, so you can't get outside. I saw an interesting story about uh, we were talking, uh, you know, like Michigan State and Western mm-hmm. and Central basketball in Oakland. And I saw an interesting story watching the MSU Western game the other day. Uh, that was yesterday. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they had um, a, a story about uh, Western having to practice outside on the concrete in the parking lot of their field house because of um, cleaning and uh, COVID situations and stuff like that. And they showed uh, an extensive video of these guys just uh, practicing outside in the parking lot. And, you know, it was, you know, still warm. We had a nice fall. It was a warm, dry fall. We got so lucky with weather. And um, now it's starting to turn and there's nothing you can do about it. So where do you practice? Can you – can these high school kids get into practice? Can are, are the gyms open even for them to go even do a shoot around? Uh, you know, is there anything they're doing? That's the question. We almost need to reach out to some of these basketball coaches, like we did football, and say, "Hey, what's going on?" Yeah, and I think you know that's the question. I mean, like I've seen some schools 
can you practice outside, you know, in this, in this, you know what I mean? And thankfully the weather is, um, is tranquil right now. Thankfully the weather is tranquil. And, um, but I can't imagine know, going out playing uh, bouncing a basketball when it's 32 degrees. And that's what we've been averaging, you know, 40 yeah, and with, below <laughs> the last yeah, with, eight days with the, with the hard rock. I mean, like, I know. you know, um, but you know, when you look at gyms, obviously, I mean, you got schools where you can um you can practice. I mean, like the question is going to be if the all these other gyms that are open, and you look at places. You know, I know that I know there's been some players that have practiced at gyms um at at gyms to get their shots better, everything yeah. and all that. But and conditioning it's really difficult. And conditioning, yeah, it's but it's. Yeah, even condition, but it's really difficult, especially with this, you know, with the schools closed. But you know, but but um, to me, I I think that um, if, if it's, anything, it's so complicated. I could, if anything, I could see a modification, where I mean, how many players are on a basketball team? You got 12, 13? 12, 13, Yeah, right. Uh, and plus, you got a yeah. coach, assistant coach, and yeah. maybe three Co- coaches there to help them out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so why couldn't see... you hop into a gym at your high school? Let's say Lake Orion is an example. How many people you could sit in there? Two thousand. Yeah, two thousand. Yeah, something like that. You could get. I don't know how many people can sit in there. That's a whole bunch. What's twenty five percent of that? Twenty. It's less. It's uh, more than yeah. twenty people. It seems yeah, like you could really... get in there and uh, you know and practice and play and get uh, get this you know get uh, something going. I'm Absolutely. I'm hoping maybe that's a maybe that is the uh, compromise that Yule is that discussing. That has to be a compromise. That has to be because you know when you look at it here, I mean like um, that has to be a compromise because um, you know that would be the perfect. It would make a lot of sense. You know what I mean? Like if um, if you know, let's say you know you 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 can practice in this, you can play. I mean like you can play in this with no fans in the stands. I mean like this is everything that. You know, that I'll bet you y'all said to Whitmer, I'll bet you that he said all this along with the mental and emotional standpoints of all this. You know, you know, I mean, like he's looked, he's showing him data, he's showing him statistics. I mean, like, yeah. you know, that's the thing, you know, and I, and I agree with you, and I agree with you 100% what she just said. You know, they can do this, they can, you know. Because I, I almost see basketball is easier to manage than, let's say, a cross country team of 100 kids or, Mm-hmm. Football team of a hundred kids. Here we're talking about twenty some odd people. And then you look at other sports like wrestling and cheer. I mean, like those are higher risk sports than basketball. And you know, and all of a sudden, like um, you know, then what do you got to do with them? Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, I know uh, then, my nephew is a wrestler down in Tennessee on the high school mm-hmm. level, and yeah. uh, their numbers are mirroring what we're seeing here in Michigan. My uh, mm-hmm. sister's a nurse down there, so she's dealing with this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but they're still keeping it safe and still doing it. I don't know the details, but uh, to hear that he's still uh, having matches on the wrestling mat and uh, they're not doing tournaments, it's just dual meets. Right. But, um, but it, it's happening. Me, yeah, and I'm, I'm going to use the success that can be done in Tennessee, you know what I mean? Why can't it be done in Michigan? Because it has been proven it can be done. You know, what you just said to me just now proves to me that this can be done (laughs) safely. Well, you know, I I, I can talk my way out of anything. 
or mm-hmm. into anything. So hey, um, I, I'm just what? I, but it's like I just see the big cavernous gym in my mind going. This thing is huge. It's open. It's empty. Mm-hmm. And you got 20 people running around there practicing. I know you have JV and stuff like that, so it's more than 20. But you know you can divide that gym up, and you can Absolutely. and you can have, you know, um, shifts in the gym to say, yeah. well, you can only have 20 people in the gym at a time, or 25. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely I, I don't can. see why that couldn't take place. Or you, I, I mean, don't see that either. School districts have multiple gyms, right? You got your middle school gyms. You have a, a multiple buildings. JV. And like, already you have the Cirque at Clarkston, you you have. Clarkson Junior High School and Oxford, you have Oxford Middle School. I mean, like, you, all, like yeah. you know, I mean, you can use, you can use this, all those spaces. You know what I mean? You can seriously use all those spaces, you know? <laughs> I'm getting you worked you know? up, Sam. I'm getting you worked up. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but well, I'm just saying to you, yeah, you it's... can use those spaces, you know what I mean? Why not? Yeah, it's true. I And... You're just hoping that, so, like you said, I want to say common sense, but at least um, I, the one-size-fits-all thing is so frustrating, and I know other mm-hmm. people are frustrated, too, with it. Um, you know, different industries op- operate in different ways. You know, schools are different than businesses, and, you know, obviously safety is number one. We know that. We're not saying it's not. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm hoping that if this is going to get – extended which uh, i'm convinced it will be extended and they're probably going to go to january i i, I see them well, going Ian, all the way like, through the holidays because well, if they Ian, were worried about thanksgiving like, dude christmas is even bigger well Ian, it looks like whitmer's gonna have a press conference at 2 30 2 30 today um, okay today yeah so so we just got that confirmed um apparently she will be joined by caldoon and then um you know i think to it yeah. looks like in, you know, and I will write a blog article on this um, this afternoon um, right. when you look at the situation, how it's going to unfold. But, you know, but if I'm, but I hope, you know, that Whitmer look, Gordon and Caldoon look at the emotional side and the mental side of these student athletes. I hope she, I hope those three do. I know, I know they, all three of them have children, but. It's just, but you got to look at it from a mental and emotional standpoint of these kids. I mean, like they've, they've suffered enough. I mean, they really have, you know. Well, well I agree. And, I agree with that. I mean, you suffered enough, but there's, if there's no end to this, you still have to watch out for the welfare of many more too. Right. I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many, man, I am glad I am not an elected office to have to deal with this. I mean, cause there, yes, there's and- no, there's no playbook. And no, there isn't. I just hope there's some modifications coming down soon. Um, and at two thirty, so the best way to watch those press conferences I can share with the listeners is that um, if you uh, Facebook feed for uh, um, is usually through um, the state. If you find their Facebook page, uh, state of Michigan, they'll have them listed. Um, I know the Free Press and the News, um, Detroit News. They post uh, a link to these press conferences free, so they have mm-hmm. gone to that subscription model for a lot of their pro- uh, programming, or at least uh, a lot of their articles on their websites nowadays. Uh, but that is a free link that you can uh, click on and watch the press conference. And I encourage mm-hmm. you guys to do that um, because there's some, you know, when you hear a report of it or people you know, like Sammy and I, we've got microphones. We're 
we're no we're not a position of authority, right, Sam? We we're just right. uh, pundits sitting here talking our minds and having a conversation about a variety of things. And mm-hmm. but if you watch the press conferences, sometimes uh, if you just read it in a paper, you miss the nuance of uh, you know the information. So make sure you watch them because yes. uh, you can get uh, it's not as easy as cut and dry. And sometimes you know um, I'm not going to say that I've seen the governor. She, it's not as black and white sometimes as it's printed in paper, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, I, watch it. Watch the press conference. Uh, sit down. Take a listen. Look at the data, whatever they're throwing at you, and then make up your own mind of how you feel about it, obviously. We're not going to tell you how to feel, but, mm-hmm. um, but watch them because you can get yeah. some more information out of it sometimes than it was printed um, and uh, what you hear third, third, fourth, fifth yes. hand. Right, Sam? Yes, and you know, I've I've always got my um I've always watched press conferences either online or um on this channel in Mid Michigan um TV five WNEM up in um Flint Saginaw yeah. Bay City Midland area, um so that is something that we've got to keep an eye on very carefully um you know the it's you know it looks it looks like Ian it it would not surprise me if Whitmer does an extension. But also, it wouldn't surprise me if she does it with modifications. You know what I mean? So because she's heard, she's heard the plea from restaurant owners. She's heard the plea from y'all. She's heard the plea from you know what I mean. A lot of people. What this does to people's mental and emotional health and well-being. I mean, like, you know, and you know, and I really think you know, you know, I don't know what's going to happen here, but but I'm hoping. And I pray to the Lord that she brings back that she that she um at least Some gives these kids an opportunity to play to give these these kids the opportunity to play to let them finish what they started and to basically and to basically you know let let the let the MHA go um you know let them follow through with the old plan. I mean I think that would be a really I think that would be a, that's a perfect compromise you know what i mean that's how i feel personally you know yeah um but we know that (laughs) mm -hmm. and you know um i'd like nothing more uh, you know than to start talking about uh who had the triple double in the opener you know on the road you know that sort of stuff Uh, you know get back to talking the fun stuff sports yes and then we get and then we get to the um we get the sports obviously of course um you know, I'm still working on my basketball preview. Haven't even um thought about it yet, especially with the pause. I mean, like, you know, what's everything's been going around. I mean, like, you know, when when we when we get an idea how things are, we can we can talk about this. I know I've had several basketball coaches talk to me about when are you gonna release the basketball previews, when are you gonna release them? I mean, like, I mean, I'm telling you, I haven't even I haven't done it. I haven't done it yet. I have rankings out because of the pods, because, <laughs> you know, that's how difficult that things have gone. I mean, like, you know, that's how difficult things have gone, especially in sake of this pause. I mean, like, yeah. you know, with everything that's going wrong. Well, even you know moving I mean? forward, you know, with, uh, I mean, the holidays are coming up. Uh, usually what we do one more show before the holiday break. Right. I mean, <laughs> Yes, we do. Uh, the 14th is next Monday. Um, mm-hmm. We'll be here doing another episode, of course. 
And yep. hopefully we'll be sharing some good information, or at least uh, everybody in OAA Nation has heard the good news, we hope, if, there, hope if so there's too. some modifications, and we can start uh, moving on with some, uh, I you mean. Know, especially, especially, let's say, if Whitmer does give the go-ahead. They got a week of prep, don't they? I mean, it's not until uh, next. You know, you know, you know um, football, we play during the week, not yeah. during the weekend, so. You know, so but they were also talking the prep time uh, would be, let's say today they say, yeah, we're modifying it. Football can get going uh, mm -hmm. and volleyball can get going and you can run the swim meet, the mm -hmm. um, uh, the swim finals and so on. Mm -hmm. That uh, like volleyball, I'm assuming they would get going this Friday, right? Yes, I mean, they, they can and then swimming could probably I don't know if they'd get a week or what, how much prep time they need. That is just mm -hmm. a mess for the swimmers. But then, yeah, it is an absolute mess. But for football, swimmers, they yes. said, hey, you get a week prep. So you would, like, say next Tuesday, they would start playing ball. Mm -hmm. Right? It's like, like yeah. Tuesday and Thursday or Tuesday and Friday or whatever it would, or Tuesday and Saturday and, and getting two games in. But I, I yeah. they got, they almost have to compress it. They got to get it in as fast as possible. They've got, if, 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 the, if the winter season starts, you know what I mean, then I can see. I can see games, possibly basketball games playing three games per week. I can see also maybe weekends. You know, you're right. It's going to be so compressed, you know, that practice time is going to be very limited. But the kids will be excited to at least get some games in. You know what I mean? To at least give them a chance to play. You know what I think would probably happen first is just them giving permission to finish. Yes. And then everything else could be delayed until after Christmas. Don't you see well, that? The season it, already, the season, yeah, basketball is starting, basketball, wrestling, all winter sports are starting in January. Yes, right? So, so I mean, as far, but I'm saying know, they might even delay practice. I mean, you might get one, but you might not get both. You know, you might get football and, you know, all the uh, the last of the fall and sports, that's a hard thing here but you might not get winter. Season, well, that's a hard thing here because boys, boys have not had tryouts yet. Oh, <laughs> So that makes uh, it yeah. that much difficult. So, you know, so when you look at the, um, so when you look at that situation, you know, that's going to be, that's really difficult. You know, like, especially with boys basketball, you know, if, if it gets moved, pushed back after Christmas, then it's going to be a challenge going forward here. Yeah. So. Oh, cross your fingers for modifications. And yeah. uh, that's the. That's us sitting around your crossing your fingers and your toes and your eyes if you have to. Yes. <laughs> you know what happened during the week? You know what I mean? Like, you know, a high school football game in Texas. Oh. Um, we have to talk about this. So, yeah, I mean, we know we're shut down, but there's still still games being played across the country. Yeah, especially Texas. Um, you know, when you look at – when you look at Texas um, – there was a there was an ejection that a player came off out of the sidelines and hit a ref. Yeah, so uh, it was a player who was like an all league or all region selection, mm -hmm. a leader of uh, his team. Yeah, was ejected from what was it the semis or the regional it finals was, or something? I think the regional final, yes. Was ejected and, and arrested, and but he was ejected first. Mm -hmm. Then he stormed the field without his helmet on with the coaches in tow trying mm -hmm. to stop him. And he ran up and slammed the referee to the ground. 
and the coaches drug him off, and he was subsequently arrested for assault. Yeah. Which I it, mean, is, like, it is assault. It is assault, yes. The kids' emotions got the best of them. You know what I mean? I guess, you know, football we know is an ultra game. Yes. We know it is. And, you know, and, you know, you're, everybody's human. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's human. You know what I mean? But what he did was absolutely wrong um, to, the, to what he did to the ref. That was absolutely wrong. Yeah. Um, so. I mean, and think me, about the consequences. I mean, beyond mm-hmm. the legal I mean, you have they have it on video. The game was televised. Yes, and the they game have was they have all of it. And uh, you know, yeah, the kid's gonna have issues because you know probably um, probably get probation and that sort of thing. You know, I'm not sure how old he was. He's a, I thought he was a senior. I could be mistaken. Yeah, he's a senior. Yes. But uh, so he, if he's 18, he could be charged as adult. But usually, if you're in school. You're still, you know, eligible for the youthful, you know, expulsion yes. of your uh, your record, that sort of thing. I have a feeling that's going to happen. It's going to be a lesson. But the the mm-hmm. bigger side of things, Sammy, is you know, I want to say bigger, but uh, for the the future for this kid is if he was getting any look from any colleges. Yeah, that could be. Some that's trouble. pretty much that's out pretty the much door. thrown out the door. I mean, like my goodness. I mean, like. Colleges look for character kids. <laughs> they look for character kids. And I think, you know, when you look at the, when you look at character kids, I mean, like, you know, my, my God, I mean, like, um, you know, they look for complete honesty, character, and what he showed, you know, that, that, that game was, you know, he kind of, he lost it and, you know, and, it, and that's what happened. Yeah. And you know, depending on how how severe they come down on him uh, with charges and things, um, I mean, you couldn't you see him being suspended for participating in any sports whatsoever? I mean, absolutely, he, he could be expelled from school. You could, you know, all these things. Yeah, I've been hearing that he could be expelled from school. I've been really? hearing that. I mean, like, wow. I was just throwing know, it out there. I didn't think that was a. He wow. could be. I mean, like, but. We, but they did win that game 35-21, and then the next day they forfeited the rest of the competition, which is very unfortunate for those remaining seniors, you know what I mean, who um, yeah. who worked their tails off and everything. Um, yeah, it's it's so, one of those uh, cautionary tales. <laughs> it's too bad uh, somebody lost their uh, their marbles and went, went nutso, and it's impacting their play, but... Use it as a lesson for all of you athletes out there. If you're tuning into the podcast, uh, you got to keep your cool. You know, there's always another. Cool. There's always another game, or at least there's another a shot at it. And you know, um, well, you're, you're going to go through life where there's going to be a lot of instances where you don't agree with the person sitting across from you, and you can't just charge them and throw them to the ground. Right, right, <laughs> and that's the thing. You, you know, know, that's the thing. You're I gonna mean, have like, more disagreements than agreements in your life with a lot of people. Sure, you're gonna have a lot more disagreements with than agreements. So the bottom <laughs> line is, the bottom line is, you know, you gotta have um, you gotta have like, you know, you gotta keep your emotions in check. I mean, like, you know, is you know what I mean? Like, you just gotta keep your emotions in check. Yeah. And well, we've you seen, know, other, and, hey, Sammy, we've seen other uh, sports. You know, even uh, rec league. Where like a soccer player went out and punched a ref, and oh, it, I've seen that, and it killed him, 
right? Yeah, we, in the, I've seen in that. Uh, the Detroit area in Southeast Michigan, we had it was several years ago, but the guy punched the ref because uh, he did. He I gave him a red card or whatever because the guy was too aggressive. Went out there, punched him, and it seemed benign, but the guy went down, got back up. The referee went home, and they said the punch caused uh, you know, an aneurysm or a, a brain a brain bleed, and ultimately killed him. And they charged the guy with uh, like second degree uh, or manslaughter or second degree murder. It's it's uh, it, there's. There's no benefit of striking another person. You know what I mean? There's no benefit to this. There's no <laughs> benefit. I mean, like, I mean, you're just causing more trouble. You know yeah. what I mean? You're causing more trouble. Yeah. I mean, like, and you see it, you know what I mean? And you see it. I mean, you know, I mean, like, it, it's hard to describe, but yeah, it's... it's there. You know what I mean? You know, kids can get very emotional. I mean, kids can get really, you know, I mean, like, and, you know, young adults, they can get emotional as well. I mean, like, and upset. I mean, like, you know, but does it solve anything? Yeah. No, it does not. But this goes back to, I, and we're about 52, so we're wrapping up this pretty soon there, Sam. But it goes back to one of the discussions we had about refereeing. And, you know, there's if a referee shortage, I know there's a shortage. Is. And if you're going to treat the refs this poorly, uh, you're not going to fix it. And can you even hold a game if there is no ref there to officiate? Right. And that's probably the most difficult thing. You probably can't if you see if you see like officials get verbally abused every game or like what yeah. just happened. Um, what happened in Texas? I mean, like, um, so when I look at the um, so when I look at the situation how it's unfolded, it's you know, it's um. You know, it, it it's difficult for somebody. You know, I mean, it's difficult for young officials. You know, you're dealing with parents. You know what I mean? Like, yes. screaming at you. You're dealing with, and the majority of the officials that are doing it are right now in their, in their middle, in their middle to mid fifties. You know what I mean? That's the median of the um count. You know, when I look at it. Yeah, and you have a lot of people stepping away. And are, is there anybody behind them coming up the ranks that would want to do it? Because yeah, because the of the abuse that they take. Yeah, that's the big question. I mean, like obviously, um, <laughs> to see what happens. So, yeah. you know, we'll see what happens going forward. Um, obviously, we're gonna keep an eye on the situation. Um, you know, Governor Gretchen Whitmer's administration expects to announce this today um, whether they will extend the three-week pause, which it looks it looks like. To what we both of us have been seeing, it looks possible that she will do it. Um, but the question comes: is restaurants and sports? That's the big question. You know, I mean, like college in the college game, it's proven it, it has been proven it can be done safely. Even though we've had cancellation of games, I mean, like in both college football and college basketball. Yeah. Um, but I'm curious. I'm keeping an eye on this NBA situation. You know how they would do you know, without bubble life. So yeah. I'm curious to see what happens there. So All right, dude. Lot. Yep. Well, All right, Ian. Wrapping it up. Get some tunes playing. There it is, our cue. All right. Take care, everybody. Um, take care, everybody. And see you all next week, everybody. See you, Sam. Thanks so much. Be safe out there, yep. brother. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ian. You stay safe, too. Will do. All right. You heard Sammy. Be safe out there. Mask up. Wash up. Think of your fellow man. Don't run and tackle the nearest official. Yeah. <laughs> Be kind. Mm-hmm. All right, that's it for this edition of OA Now. 
We'll be back on the 14th, which will be next Monday for probably the last one before the holidays. Hopefully, I have some good news to share and maybe some results of a game. I hope so. Hope so. That's it for this edition of OA Now. We'll see you next week. See ya. Take care, everybody.